0: Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are, and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello. Hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way or you think you're on the right path or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to that smart hustle podcast and welcome to episode 13. Oh my goodness, I don't even know (laughs) where to begin this podcast, but this week was absolutely insane. It is Friday, September 15th. It is 6 o'clock in the evening. I have a glass of wine sitting next to me, which for those of you who have followed me on YouTube or Instagram for a little while, you know that I really don't drink that often. I'm not really big into alcohol, but you know, a glass of wine every now and again, especially after the week I had definitely, definitely need it. I really need a glass of wine. Today's topic is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a little while. And it's actually the topic of fear and how I feel like fear can really control our lives and our fate and our decisions and our choices sometimes. And I really just want to talk today about kind of my experiences with fear and how I've, I guess, sort of overcome some of these, I guess these fear stories and these limiting thoughts that we tend to have where we doubt ourselves, we think we're not good enough, we're not sure whether or not we are on the right path. And I had something really, really incredible happen last night that actually brought me to tears. And I want to share that story with you as well, because I feel like it's really powerful. And I feel like sometimes we Are so focused on the outcome of what we're doing and not so much the journey. And I feel like sometimes we can miss really big signs that are right in front of our faces because we're just so focused on the future and the outcome. So we kind of miss what is staring us right in the face. So I've been reading a book lately called Adventures for Your Soul. It's by Shannon Kaiser. And it's 21 Ways to Transform Your Habits and Reach Your Full Potential. And I have to say, this book has been absolutely amazing. I'm on chapter 12 right now. And so every single morning when I wake up, I actually read a chapter because it has exercises at the end of each one. And then I'll do kind of a journaling exercise where I can go through and answer the questions at the end of each chapter. And I feel like it just really puts me in such a positive headspace for the day. And it just really makes me more more aware, more conscious of myself and my thoughts. So I would highly recommend, if you have not picked up this book, again, it's called Adventures for Your Soul, and it's by Shannon Kaiser. Her last name is spelled K-A-I-S-E-R. But the chapter I read this morning was called Fear Detox. And the habit-hindering happiness that she writes in here is, we allow our fears to decide our fate. And I feel like that's kind of sort of the headspace I've been in, especially in the past month. I don't really know what it is, but I've been sort of doubting myself. I've been believing these kind of these self-deprecating thoughts and these limiting beliefs and wondering if I'm on the right path, if I'm, if this is what I'm supposed to be doing, because sometimes it feels like it is and sometimes it feels like it isn't. And so I've, I've just felt a little bit confused lately And so for the past week, especially, I have really been kind of asking the universe for just some sort of sign. I just wanted, I didn't know what the sign would be. I was just like, I just need some sort of sign that I'm on the right track, that kind of pursuing this entrepreneurial journey, writing and being an author and YouTubing and podcasting, you know, that all of this is my true like path and my soul mission and my life's purpose to reach as many people I can to let them know that their dreams are possible, that they can come true and they can create this life that they absolutely love living and one that they just bound out of bed in the morning, leap out of bed because you're just so excited to start your day. That's kind of what, what I'm all about and what my YouTube channel and these podcasts, that's what I kind of try to bring to the table. And I like to talk about these different topics because I feel like For a lot of us, especially the fear stories and the fear-based topics, I feel like those come up a lot. And I read something really interesting in this book, and it says, according to researchers, the average person has 50,000 thoughts a day, which is more than 1.5 thoughts every second. And about 80% of a person's thoughts are negative. And negative thoughts are synonymous with fear-based thoughts. So that means that more than 80% of the time, most of us are putting our faith in fear and negativity rather than in love and miracles. And when I really thought about this, when you really start to become aware and conscious of the thoughts you're thinking, it is truly amazing how many negative or fear-based thoughts enter your mind on a daily basis. And I feel like you're just so, you're so used to thinking that you don't think about thinking. But when you're actually conscious of the thoughts that are entering Your brain, which is also why meditation is so important. But when you're conscious of the thoughts that are actually entering your brain, you start to realize kind of what you've been telling yourself. And I really do feel like your thoughts control your reality because your thoughts are your perception and how you're perceiving things. And so what you think becomes your reality. This is why mindset is so incredibly important. I feel like this is why so many scriptures and Buddhism and all these different religions really focus on Your mindset and how you feel, and the thoughts that you think. So, Shannon then goes on to talk about how there are these top 10 fears that tend to hold us back. And the first one, which is the biggest one, is fear of failure. The second is fear of the unknown. The third is fear of not having enough. The fourth is fear of change, fear of shame or judgment, fear of intimacy, loss of self, or loss of freedom, fear of being alone, fear of rejection. Fear of losing love, dying, or of losing those we care about. And the last one, the 10th one, is fear of inadequacy. Now for me, fear of failure, I guess it does somewhat play a little bit of a role, but I will tell you I have failed so many times at so many different things that I feel like fear of failure is not something, I don't know, that really sticks in my mind that much because I I just, I just, try a lot of things, and I try things until they stick. So I'd say failure wasn't the one that really... Stuck out to me, but it was the fear of the unknown. So I'm someone who really likes certainty. (laughs) I like I like stability. I like security. I like things to be certain. I'm definitely not a Super spontaneous person. I'm very much a planner. I like to have things planned out I like to know kind of where i'm at, you know financially at all points in my life I just, I like to have a plan and I feel like maybe a lot of you listening can sort of relate to that, that you also like to have a plan. But what's so terrible about the fear of the unknown is that it drives people to stay in situations in which they're unhappy. So a person who fears the unknown, they'll stay in a job that they hate, a relationship that has expired and in any other situation that doesn't serve them because the thought of moving forward into the unknown is absolutely paralyzing. So for people with fear, uncertainty, security, and protection is always going to trump happiness. And I feel like this is kind of the headspace I've definitely been in for the past four months is that I would rather be secure or feel secure and like protected and stable than to really truly live my dreams and just be 100% happy and just go all in and do it. But if we peel back the layers, at least for me or for anyone who fears the unknown, I think we come to find that we're going to see uncertainty and lack of control are at the root of this fear. So, of course, this fear prevents us from trying something different or moving into the next chapter of our lives. We worry about things and ask questions like, what if I don't like it? What if it doesn't work out? What if I make a mistake? So I feel like this fear, this fear of the unknown, it can keep us in situations that no longer serve us, And it can prevent us from growing or expanding into these new, amazing opportunities in our lives. So then it's one of those situations where life becomes stale and you feel unmotivated and somewhat guilt-ridden because you know that you want to be happy, but sometimes security and stability are more important than your happiness, which is totally bonkers if you ask me. But when I read that, I really resonated with it and I realized, I was like, oh, that's me. That is how I've been feeling for the past four or five months. So I want to share this story with you because again, I think it's really powerful. And I feel like I have totally shifted away from the fear of the unknown. I guess not totally shifted. I'm still doing work because this just happened yesterday, but I did feel a lot better when I woke up this morning. So this past week, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, I just felt really uncertain about my life path and where it's going and just the timing of everything. Again, the timing is what is really starting to get to me because I feel so ready to do certain things, but I feel like these obstacles and these roadblocks keep popping up. And so I don't know whether to take those as signs that like, Oh no, like slow down or don't do this change direction. So I've been trying to figure that out a little bit, but I've been asking over and over again, every morning when I wake up, I'm like, universe, I just need some sort of sign, any kind of sign that I'm on the right path and that I that I am doing the right thing, that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I think I really started asking that Monday morning. Nothing really happened, or maybe I was so blind to it. Maybe there was something that happened. I'm trying to think back. I feel like this whole week has just been a blur. I was really distracted by work this week. But last night, which was Thursday night, I was journaling in bed. And I was going through some exercises. I was writing down what had happened that day. And all of a sudden, I put the pen down, and I asked the universe, the same question. And I was like, I'm sitting here for four days. I've been journaling about how I'm just not sure if I'm on the right path and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I was really just focusing on the fact that like, I just really wish there could be some kind of sign. I just wanted some sort of sign, like a really obvious, obvious sign. And so nothing happened. So I picked up the pen and I started, I started writing again. And then all of a sudden my alarm clock like not my cell phone but my alarm clock which i still have i have not touched it in 2 years since i've lived in this house haven't touched it except to maybe pick it up and then wipe underneath it when i'm cleaning but haven't touched it otherwise it all of a sudden starts blaring and going off and i jumped because it's it scared me because i haven't heard that sound in years And I didn't know why the alarm was going off because I knew I hadn't set an alarm. Again, I hadn't touched it in two years. So I go over to turn it off and I turned the little switch on so I could actually see what time it was. And the time was 7.56. And I thought this was really, really strange because first of all, I haven't touched the alarm clock in two years. And second of all, 7.56 p.m. What a strange time to set an alarm clock for. Just as a point of reference, when I set my alarms, I set them in five minute increments and it's always like six o'clock, six oh five, six ten, six fifteen. I never do weird, weird times. I never will do like, oh I'm gonna wake up at 6.13 a.m. That's just that's not what I do. And I don't set alarms for the evening. And again, this clock I have not touched it in two years. So I'm sitting there and I start journaling and writing 756, 756. I'm like, is this some number that is supposed to mean something to me? And so I'm literally doing math and multiplying and adding the numbers together and thinking about any kind of combination or just anything where 756 may have been something I would have recognized. And I just came up empty handed. I started Googling stuff online, trying to make it connect. And I was kind of getting disheartened because I was like, oh, like... Uh, this isn't anything. I'm losing my mind. I'm crazy. This is is not what I think it is. (laughs) But then I went to Google and just typed in this simple phrase, what does 756 mean? And the very first thing that popped up and there were a number of articles underneath it was angel number 756. And so I immediately clicked on that link and went to the site and I started reading about it. And I'm not kidding you guys. I just started bawling and crying. And I have the website up right here. So I just want to read to you what angel number 756 means. It's a blend of the vibrations and attributes of number seven and number five and the qualities of number six. So number seven brings its qualities of inner knowing and understanding others, spiritual awakening, compassion, study, learning and education and deep contemplation. Number five adds its attributes of auspicious new opportunities making life choices and changes, life lessons learned through experience, free will, and freedom. And number six lends its qualities of protection, providing and provision, overcoming obstacles and problem solving, economy and the material and monetary aspects of life. So when I read that, I felt like it was everything that I have been concerned about for really for the past week. It has been a few months where I've been thinking about this. But it also says here that angel number 756 reminds you that we all face adversities, difficulties, and obstacles in our lives that present themselves in order to test us. Tackle issues and obstacles head on, break them down into practical steps to be taken, then take them. It also says angel number 756 brings a message that your actions and intentions to change your life for the better are supported and encouraged by the angelic and spiritual realms. It suggests that you give any concerns, worries, or fears about your current life changes to the angels for healing and have faith that these changes will bring wonderful abundance and blessings to your life. Trust that all of your monetary and material needs will be met as required. So when I read that, I just almost fell over and I did start crying and I just started saying in my bed, I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Just thanking the universe because reading that, it was so spot on with everything that I was feeling and I knew that my alarm clock suddenly going off at seven such a random number in a random time I knew that it had to mean something and I just didn't know what but I kept researching I kept looking into it and it's just amazing that this that this is what popped up and so I woke up today feeling refreshed and and certain which is so insane because I felt so uncertain for the past couple of months. I woke up this morning feeling like, I know what I'm doing. I'm on the right path. I have the support of the universe. Keep going, keep going, keep going. I've also realized that if we don't ask the universe for what we want, then how, how are we expecting to get it? I feel like you have to put it out there. You have to put out there what you want or what you're looking for, or if you need some kind of sign or just something to tell you that you're on the right path or you're doing the right thing, I feel like you have to verbalize that. You have to make it known. You have to really think about it, try to manifest it. I feel like it's so easy to get wrapped up in our fear stories and these limiting beliefs and we sit there and think these self-deprecating thoughts without even realizing it. But the more and more you start to actually pay attention to your thoughts and the things that you're telling yourself and the things that you're thinking, the more you can really quickly turn those fear-based thoughts on their heads and turn them into more love-based thoughts. And when I say love-based thoughts, I just mean positive, empowering, motivational type thoughts. You can, always, you can always flip it around. You can flip around any negative thought into a positive. So in Shannon's book, I do want to share some of the fear fixes that she has for each of these 10 fears, because I really like these motivational mantras that she's come up with for each of the fears. So just in case You start to do this exercise and you realize that you're also having these fear-based thoughts and you want to kind of turn them around really fast. You can just remember one of these mantras for whatever fear-based thought you're thinking and just repeat it over to yourself, write it down in a journal, do whatever you need to do to get that thought to go away or to transform that thought into a positive one. So if you're afraid of failing, your mantra would be, for today, I have done enough. I allow myself to just be. If you're afraid of the unknown, then your mantra would be, I trust the universe has a plan greater than mine. I welcome new opportunities for growth. If you're afraid that you don't have enough or you're not going to have enough, then your mantra would be, Abundance is my natural state. There is plenty to go around. If you're afraid of change, then your mantra would be, I embrace the new chapter of my life. I trust that my future self is gracefully guiding me. If you're afraid of shame or being judged, your mantra would be, I choose to honor my unique self with a more loving perspective. If you're afraid of intimacy, losing yourself, or loss of freedom, then your mantra would be, I'm willing to accept the wholeness of myself. I express my authentic truth with love. If you're afraid of being alone, then your mantra would be, if I want others to love me for me, I must love myself first. I am my own best friend. If you're afraid of being rejected, then your mantra would be, it is safe to be me. If you're afraid of dying or losing someone that you care about, then your mantra would be, I allow myself to fully feel this moment. I welcome life in. And if you're afraid that you are inadequate, your mantra would be, I belong and I fit in this world just as I am. I just want you to know that if you're having fear-based thoughts or limiting thoughts or you're starting to doubt yourself, I just really want you to know that you're not alone. A lot of people go through these cycles in life, or I guess you could call them seasons, where we have some really amazing highs and then we can have some really low lows, and that's just part of life. And it's okay to feel the emotions of both. It's okay to feel so happy and on cloud nine when you're hitting those really high times in your life. And it's okay to feel sad or upset or frustrated when you're hitting those low points in your life. But the important thing to remember is that when you're hitting a low point, you can't stay in that sad, frustrated, angry state. When you stay in that kind of emotional realm, you're staying in a fear-based realm and you'll be staying in a fear-based state. And when you are living in a fear story and you have limiting beliefs and you're telling yourself that things aren't going to work out or why is this happening to me or you're playing the victim card or anything like that, if you stay in that negative space, it's only going to hinder your happiness. And I know it can be really hard to pull yourself out, but maybe, maybe what you should do is ask the universe for a sign. And just really keep your eyes and ears peeled. Like I said, it took four days for my sign to finally reach me. And I bet you there were a number of signs and I was just too too caught up in my fear-based stories to realize them or to recognize them. Again, just keep your eyes and ears peeled. Be conscious of your thoughts and the things that you're telling yourself. Just know that your thoughts, they really are shaping your reality and your perception of your reality. And so if you have a lot of these negative self-deprecating thoughts, then your reality is probably going to be a little darker. But if you're thinking these really positive thoughts and thoughts of abundance and love and fulfillment and happiness, then I feel like you're going to be in this really light and beautiful and amazing place in your life. And that's how I'm feeling today. And that's really why I wanted to share this story With you guys because I know some of you may kind of be in a dark place right now I know i've been in a dark place for a little while But I feel like I pulled myself out of it And the only way I was able to do it was to really focus on my thoughts and to really listen to What i've been telling myself So that is all that I have for you guys today for this podcast I hope that you enjoyed it If you did it would really help me out if you would leave a rating and a review on itunes I also want to let you guys know that I do have a freebie up on my website at ThatSmartHustle.com. As soon as you go to the website, this little box will pop up asking for your email address. If you enter that and press submit, then you will be emailed this really fun PDF that I made, and it's five action steps you can take right now to start showing up for your dreams. It's about a 10 page PDF. I had so much fun making it. It's an interactive PDF. So there are exercises and things like that. I got really inspired from Shannon Kaiser's book, Adventures for Your Soul. And so I just, I wanted to, to make this PDF and to offer it for free. So make sure you go check that out. Again, the website is thatsmarthustle.com. Okay, I hope you guys have an amazing day or evening wherever you're at in the world. And I will talk to you in the next podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author kristen martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.